Hey guys, it's Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. You have any updates in your life? In my world? Yeah. No, not really. None? No, I don't like it getting dark at five o'clock. I fucking hate it. Welcome to winter. I, I hate that it passed in the house to like abolish the time change, but then it, wait, it passed. Yeah, it passed the house. I think it's all stalled in Senate or Congress. I'm like, can we just have the fucking light? Can, we, can you just make like one thing easier for us? I hate, hate it. Seasonal depression. Here we come. Seriously. I was just having this talk with my therapist, actually, not my therapist, my psychiatrist. Cause we were talking about like meds and like stuff like that. So I was like, I was like, this time of year just sucks. She's like, what do you usually do? And I'm like, I don't know. I like write and I like read books and I like go out with my dog. Cause you know, even if it's fucking snowy and disgusting outside, you still have to take your dogs on a freaking walk. Yep. They don't, they don't care. They want to go out in the snow. At least Grim does. He's obsessed oh, with the snow. Sawyer loves snow. Yeah, I, they like, they have the, that thick coat. Oh, she does so have a thick coat. It. She's yeah. got that golden retriever coat. Yeah. She's so pretty. Yes, she is. But anyway, I'm like, there's just, there's not a lot to do. I mean, I work out and I try and stay active and walk around and admire the beauty of it, but I fucking hate how I'm that crazy it's. person that still does walks in the wintertime. I don't think that's crazy. I still walk in the wintertime. I just bundle up. I have to. I have to get outside. Like, I need that. Even though it's a little bit of fresh air, I need it. Sam, I can't. I'm an out, like, I'm just an outdoors person through and through. Yeah, I've got to get out at least, like, once or twice a day. Like, even though I'm a city girl at heart, like, I need to be, like, under the sky with some trees. I, I think that's why I like bike riding, because there's all the trees and the sun and, like, the, the creek or the rivers. It's just, it's pretty. I'm going to try to bike ride this winter. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, uh, no, nothing interesting going on in my world. Same. <laughs> we started watching the, uh, what is it, The Fall of the House of Usher, something like that on Netflix. Have mm. you seen that? Mm-mm. Very odd. I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. I think you would like it. It has like a very supernaturally kick to it. I don't, Ooh. and it's. I don't know what's going on. So I don't know if I like it or dislike it because I can't figure it out. And I usually can figure out things like so fast. Oh, I'm writing it down. So I remember it. Okay. So you guys have been doing that. Yeah. And goosebumps. God, I love goosebumps. I haven't even We're going back and forth between. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I wish that they did it old school where each episode was different each time, but it's like, there's a, something that happens in each episode based on a book, but they throw their own, like, 2023 20, twist on it. There's, so it's like a storyline. Huh. That's interesting. Hmm. I like Justin Long, though. I love him. Yeah, that makes sense. So we're going back and forth between those two shows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fair. So, yeah. We've just been watching a lot of movies. I can't even remember how we found it. But there's this movie, it's called Head Over Heels. It's got Freddie Prince Jr. in it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, where she lives with the models. I haven't seen that in forever. Me either. And I just, it popped into my head and I was like, I want to watch that movie. (laughs) It wasn't anywhere. It's nowhere. 
but he found it on some like off the wall site like i was like this is probably illegal but it doesn't say it is so it wasn't great quality either but i was like man i forgot how funny this movie is it's so ridiculous I jr i do too heartthrob back in the day oh my god literally the 90s Oof. He was hot. You 90 girls know what we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, he was super hot. I always I always think about Summer Catch with him and Jessica Biel. Oh, I've wow. seen that once. I don't remember anything about that movie. I love it. There's that, that line. She said, to get big, uh, you got to take big risks to, take, to get big rewards. And I always think about that. Interesting. Yeah. Don't remember. Yeah. But that's, a a, that's a good quote. It is. It's a good movie. So, yeah, I watched that. And then I forget. Did we talk about Cobweb? Did I watch yeah, did it? you watch it yet? We did. And that movie's fucked up. Scary. It, it it was pretty scary. You're mostly like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what the fuck is happening? So it's super fucked up. Super fucked up. I I definitely jumped a little a, a little bit. So yeah, I I recommend Cobweb if you want a creepy movie for. And that's sure. on Hulu, right? I think so. I think it's on because I think I've seen the the picture for it. Yeah, I think it was on Hulu. Well, I saw that the Insidious Red Door is now on Netflix, Do and like I know I want to watch it. Watch it; it's fucked up too. I know, but Definitely I feel bad because like October was spooky season, so I of know. course we watched a whole bunch of horror movies. Same. November, I told my boyfriend it could be basketball season because yeah, because he's obsessed with basketball, and I was like, "You suffered through spooky season, so we mm-hmm. can make the month all about you." And so now he's like coming up with like all these basketball movies. I'm like, great. Great. Oh my god. I do love the movie Love and Basketball though. He yeah, he that's on the list. Oof, such a good movie. It made me cry. So I know. I'm just not good at the any type of sports movies whatsoever. Even though it's like a love sport movie, I I'm doing it for him, but I I, I, I have trouble with those movies. Yeah, it's not my thing either. But I loved Love and Basketball. Well, I guess Summer Catch was a sports movie, but that's probably why I just remember not like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, I'm not usually into this. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm weird about it. But it's also like since it's basketball season, you watch a lot of basketball, and I was like, hey, I will do it for you. That's love, right yeah. there. My boyfriend watches football, but I just kind of like sit on like next to him, like on my phone or like reading a book. I'm like, I'm not getting into this. I've never been into football. I don't fucking care. Like, I have yay. never been into sports besides soccer, but I'm like, but like, if that's yeah. your, if you want to do that, I don't have problems sitting next to you. And mm-hmm. same. So it's fine. It was just like when my ex-husband would play video games and I'd just like sit and like play on my phone. See, I like video it. games. I'd be like, want to be included in that. I don't really care for them, but that's just me. I'm just weird. and Don't really need another escaping thing in my life because I already tried to escape too many times, but but it worked out is what I'm saying is he would just do that and I would be on my phone and it worked out. But yeah, it's uh it's that season for sports. I will say I like hockey, but that's pretty much the only sport I like to watch. And I, and I want to be there and watch it. I don't really want to put it on the TV. No, I don't mind the hockey games too much. I mean, well, I've only seen like the Blue Jackets play. Mm-hmm. Wish I got a massage, a Blue Jacket player. <laughs> Ooh, that's right. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Came to my house and everything. Oh, man, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Because I just moved into that house yeah. and with my ex, and he was literally the first guest. He hit me up on Instagram, and, I mean, I obviously can't say who it is, uh, but he got traded, so he's no longer for the Blue Jackets. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Slid into my DMs. 
Well, at first I thought it was a joke, but he had like that little blue check mark. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who is this? Because he was like asking me about massage and stuff. And I'm like, is this like a scam? Who is this? And then I show my ex-boyfriend, you know, he's like, oh my God, oh my God. He's like, you don't know who that is. And I'm like, no, I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah. I never know. So I was like, is it a joke? He's like, no, it's not. Oh my God. Well, so, at least he's straightened it out. Yeah, he was first guest. Very, very flirty. I'm not going to lie. Very Ooh, flirty. Okay. We love to see it. I know. I was like, I'll flirt with you. I don't care. And then my ex was like, okay, thanks. No, we asked how you get a little too flirty here. And I was like, I want a big tip. Yeah, exactly. You got to do what you got to do for that tip. Yeah, so, but it was, like, when COVID hit, and so they couldn't get to, like, their normal oh, massage therapist. right, yeah. COVID was such a weird time. Yeah, and so he got in, and, yeah, that was, he was cool. Do you think your boyfriend now would be, like, weird about the flirting? Yeah, I do. Uh, this is going to sound bad, but I actually respect my boyfriend, and I didn't respect my ex-boyfriend. Well, he kind of, oh, sorry, guys, we've got Benny here who's, you know, wanting to talk. Uh, so he's just talking uh, with his breath. Anyway, I think that your ex drove you to disrespecting him with the ways that he didn't put you first. Well, I shouldn't use the term disrespect. I don't know how, what term I should use. I don't know what term you should use with that. I mean, I think you were so checked out because he had been checked out too. I mean, that was when we first moved in together, though. I don't know that you were still, I, I feel like you were still kind of checked out. Breathe into the microphone, Ben. And he's got like slobbery leaves on him. Yeah, so no, I, re- I respect my boyfriend, so I wouldn't let nothing like that go down. We really love him. I do love him. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend is Benny. He's just sitting here just. Yeah, he got, he got back from a WALK, so he's super excited right now. He's got the. Had the zoomies when he came back. Can you imagine being a person and just doing this? <laughs> I kind of want to do it to my boyfriend when I get home. Just like half lay on top of him, just like panting in his face. In the aren't most... I a cute dog? Huh? Aren't I a cute dog? I know. In the most uncomfortable way possible. But I'm more of a cat than a dog. So I'd probably like, you know, arch and like put my butt into his face and like, you know, hiss or something. I'm I mean, cat. I'm probably more of a cat too because I hate people. Yeah. People are the worst. That brings us to an interesting thing that I've thought about a few times, like exes and their behavior. Okay. Say you have like uh, a serious ex who still like likes and likes all your photos. Is that weird? That would bug me. If I was his girlfriend, that would bug me. I don't like my boyfriend's liking girls' photos. Well, and I will say- Especially if it's every single photo. Yeah. I'm like, why? I don't like that. To me, that I think that's a little disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And you can come at me for that, but I think it is. I'm with you. I'm just curious because I have definitely had exes who have liked all my sexy photos. And I'm like, interesting. Like a few here and there I can understand. But like if it's every single photo, I'm like, why? Yeah. That is weird to me. That's what I want to know. Why? Like, do you want me liking every guy's photo? Um, like the same guy, every photo? Like, it's weird. Yeah, I, no, I don't. I like, don't like that at all. Well, I just recently unfollowed all, like, all my exes because I don't really need to see it. I don't really care to see it. It's just like, it's just, it is what it is. I'm not interested in it. 
So I don't know. I, I'd love to get some male perspective on this. Like why, why would someone do that? What's, what's the, what's the purpose in liking your ex-girlfriend's photos? Yeah. I mean, I'm curious what they would say about it. Yeah. Because being, like I said, the girlfriend on that side, I'd be like, um, why? Same. But, like, I'm even weird when you're like, okay, ex-girlfriend's weird, but just any girl's photo, every single photo, why? That is weird to me, and I think that's a little bit disrespectful. Well, I remember my friend talking about this, because, like, she had this, she was seeing this guy, and she looked at his Instagram, and he was following, like, 7,000 Instagram models, big butts, and, like, you know, stuff like that, like, tags like that. So, like, it was just, like, models, and, like sexy girls that sounds like a fetish at that point that's weird well it's just it's like that's i i'd be like okay it's like listen listen there are guys that i follow on instagram and some of them are very attractive but i would say like most of the people i follow it's like my actual friends and like writers that i've met on there and then like funny meme accounts and astrology and like therapy and stuff like if some guy were to look at my profile and see who I was following who wouldn't be like damn you're following like a lot of male models first of all I don't find male models attractive so it doesn't work but like damn you're following like a lot of sexy hipster musician boys which like I'm sure there's a few because I love that type but that's not like that's not like my main feed and I'm not following like 5,000 of them at that point it's just a little weird that's weird it's a little weird I mean, the only people I follow on Instagram are friends only or, like, a few celebrities. I don't follow very many people on Instagram. Yeah, I follow I, – well, I keep trying to get more of a following on Instagram, but I'm starting to just get really sick of it. That's why I keep deleting it and then putting it back on and deleting it. I'm just like, ah. Suffice it to say, it's just I, it's just something I'm curious about. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get men. I don't understand them. I don't think I ever will. They confuse me. I, I said my piece on it. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's right for a guy to just go through and like all the photos. Agreed. I think it's a little weird, especially if like, like if my boyfriend was liking like other girls' photos, especially if they're like posting like fishnet photos and like and like swim like swimsuit photos and like sexy like boudoir shoots or whatever the case. I'd be like, what? <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't like that at all. Mm-mm, me either. But also when it's every single photo, I'm like, so did you like this person at one point in your life? And like, it's just, it's, it's bizarre to me. It's confusing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm also like, I have my own issues with like fears of being cheated on and stuff like that. So I don't know. I mean, I do too. Yeah. I was. Yeah, I know. I know. Anyway. We went from Rex to hockey to, like, X. Nice. Nice. Rex to X. I had a feeling, like, once you brought it up, I'm like, okay, let's see what she has to get off her chest. It's just, I just don't always understand I, I don't, I, I'm agreeing with you 100%. Yeah. Like, I... I don't know. I mean, think about your boyfriend. What if you were liking... A friend, some like a guy that you know, and you liked every single photo. So if you went back through your Instagram and saw like liked by Spellbell Poet, like mm-hmm. by like every single photo, mm-hmm. I just feel like he'd be like, "Hey, what's this about?" Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, and it's also like 
it's not like I, I was posting like once in a blue moon. Like it was pretty consistent posting, you know? So it's not like I would post something like from like six months ago and then I wouldn't post for another six months. It's like, I'm posting pretty regularly. Yeah. That's, so, that's my point. Cause like some guys, like I'm sure like if you go on to some of my guy friends, like they post like twice a year and I'll like the photos, but so I don't know. It's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. But even still, like, you can go on most of my ex's profiles and I'm not on there. I'm not liking their shit. It's just not my thing. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's, like, flattering. I like attention. But I don't I'm like ex's stuff. Oh, no, me either. I don't think I follow any of them. I'm, like, I'm really trying to think. I'm only, I think, friends with one of my exes on there anymore because I got rid of the rest. I don't know. I guess I don't follow very many people on Instagram. Instagram's not my thing. I'm so sick of Instagram. That's why I keep deleting it. I know. The hottest thing I think about a guy, though, is if they're not into social media. Yeah. I'm like, that is so attractive to me. I know. I remember dating a guy who was, like, super into social media and, like, posted more than I did. And I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> no. Like, the good thing about my ex was he was not into social media. He got Instagram, like, once a year yeah he barely used snapchat yeah just things like that and i'm like i just i don't know i find that very because he wasn't always like oh i gotta send this i gotta send this mm-hmm. to somebody and he was just his instagram and like he didn't have a facebook yeah and i just find that attractive when a guy does not have social media i completely agree with you completely agree yep that's just my opinion on it but um, whatever I'm everyone's different you. yeah I am, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I mean, I'm not huge on social media either, especially when you, like, you're a woman and all you get is, like, DMs from, like, creepy guys and you're mm. like, seriously? I have a love-hate with social media. I love what you can learn and the people you can meet on there, but I hate what it's become, which is basically just a competition for likes and attention. I don't like what it's become. And it's like, there are all these rules to the algorithms now where it's like, well, you have to post this many times, but it better be quality content or we'll dock you for that. And you also have to post like a bunch of reels, even though this was originally a photo app and you should be like promoting other people's content too. And you should probably be, it's just like, it's just, I don't, I don't understand the algorithm. It keeps switching up on me. And I'm just like, I fucking, I can't, I can't keep doing this. I'm getting, I'm just driving me fucking crazy. If I keep deleting Instagram, I will probably delete it again in a few days. Cause I accidentally <laughs> logged on, logged on. Cause I was getting on bitches Zone brunch, but it automatically logged me into Spellbell Poet. And I was like, God damn it. I didn't want to get back on here. How dare you? Oh, well. It is what it is. I'm so. also getting tired of Snapchat because I keep getting like random random guys just adding me. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you had hiker in your name and I just like you into hiking and like all this stuff. And I'm like, there's so many of them. And That's I'm fucking like, weird. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And, and if you go on Facebook, which I go like once a week, like and you look at people you may know, it's people that you have no friends in common with. Some of them, like, even live in, like, Russia or, like, Germany or, like, Australia. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? And why is Facebook recommending you? I don't know you. We remember when we were in Salem and then that, that one guy, like, added me. And I forget his name. And we were, like, talking. And, like, he was, like, kept saying – he was cute. Do you remember? Uh-huh. I do. 
Yeah. And I was like, you are really cute. But then he kept snapping me, like, but it wasn't that inappropriate, just, like, having conversations with pictures. And mm-hmm. I kept, we had, like, so many snacks. And every remember. snap I would send was a picture of a different snack. And he's like, how many yeah. fucking snacks do you have? We walked a lot in Salem. <laughs> I was like, like, you're judging me for my snacks? We are no longer talking, sir. Yeah, exactly. That's just the kind of negativity we don't need in our lives. But I entertained it because... You were single. Sure. Ish. <laughs> sure. Single ish. Sure. I, I count it. Whatever. Yeah. Sing. Yeah. So you didn't. You didn't cross any lines. I didn't. No. Yeah. You didn't no. cross any lines. But I kept talking, so I'm like, "You're actually cute, and you're not being perverted or sending me creepy pictures because of the pictures I get are just guys pictures of themselves." And then like, yeah, like one guy a while ago. I think it was around the Salem time. He sent me a picture of, like, him next to a horse or something. I'm like, oh, cute horse. And he was like, oh, is that the only thing cute in picture? I'm like, yeah. Like. You're like, yeah, that, that is yeah. the only thing cute. Oh, my God, the horse thing. Sorry, this took me back to Rex because I forgot to recommend this. Um, and this was a part of the movie I did not like. But I watched The Godfather for the first time. I've never seen The Godfather. Really good, actually. I'm really behind good. on the Godfather time I, and the Godfather I references. Same. And people are always like, you've never seen it. I know. It. And I'm like, no. This is why I don't tell people. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, really the Godfather. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it, it's a good movie. It was really, it was done very well. Marlon Brando and Al Pacino. Fantastic. Um, but there is a part that I know you won't like because I didn't like it either. The horse dies? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty horrific. There was that. But other than that, it was a good movie. I just had to add that to the Rex because I was like, oh, yeah, The Godfather. I forgot if I can watch that show, that movie. Good stuff. I much prefer Marlon Brando in that to A Streetcar Named Desire. I'd rather him murder people than rape. So that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, fair, fair. He was sexy in that movie, A Streetcar Named Desire, but mm, no, no rapists. And I have a thing for villains, but even I was like talking to my boyfriend about this. I was like, there's different kinds of villains. There's the villain that he was in A Streetcar Named Desire, which I fucking despise and hate. And then there's the villain that he was in The Godfather. And you're kind of like, I get it. I kind of, I, I, you know, eh. I don't Is he know. a villain or is he just like a mob boss? Well, I mean, villains can be that though, you know, like, because they have to kill people. They have to do some pretty horrific the things. Exactly. I'm kind of, I'm more into that. I don't know. I just, I, I like villains in fiction, guys, in fiction, not in real life. In fiction, it's interesting. Villains are very complex. Okay. Cause I don't want to see you like on love after lockup. No, God. I've already liked a guy in jail. We've talked about this. I know. I had love after lockup on the other day cause I keep it as background noise or like any show that will keep playing for my dogs. Like when I leave to have the TV on. And my like boyfriend was watching it, and he just like kept watching. He's like, I can't stop watching this show. And I was like, I know, it's yeah. addicting. I know when I come in here and you're playing something, I get sucked in. I know, like it just sucks you in. Yeah. Oh, so I will always recommend Love After Lockup because it's so entertaining. Hey, you gotta love the, gotta love it. Love behind bars, everybody. Love behind bars. Yeah, and they're just always like, oh, can't wait for him to come out. We're gonna have like the best sex, blah blah blah. But actually, that should probably lead into our topic. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Speaking about sex. Good talk. Wow. <laughs> Guys, I'm so tired. Sorry, I went on a long bike ride. Bike, bike ride. I'm I'm keeping that sentence in. It's fine. I'm struggling today, guys. Um, okay, so 
We um, found a new and interesting article on BuzzFeed that we've been wanting to do for a while. And it's called 17 Times Formerly Religious Women Weren't Afraid to Share How Their Sex Life Changed Once They Gave Up Religion. And this is by Kayla Yandoli on the BuzzFeed staff. So you want to get into it? Let's fucking get into it, guys. So this article says, recently, user fickle-confection-94 asked the woman of the Reddit community, woman who grew up in a very religious household, how is your current relationship with sex and intimacy? These women revealed their various sexual experiences after giving up their religion, which were pretty honestly eye-opening. So here are formerly religious women who weren't afraid to share what their sex lives are like nowadays. And there is a note here, guys. It's like a trigger warning. This post includes topics of verbal abuse and rape. Please proceed with caution. So, okay. Okay. This is user by Mook K. That is how it is written, everybody. All right. One, um, I grew up with a very religious family that was part of a high demand religion and sex was very demonized and taboo. My family was open about sex and talked about it, but I also knew that my parents would prefer that I died rather than have sex out of marriage. Jesus Oh my gosh. That being said, I left a few years ago and still have intense guilt associated with sex and sexuality. I still haven't been able to be intimate with anyone because I immediately have a panic attack. So in a nutshell, things aren't great. Terrible even. Oh my gosh. I cannot imagine saying that to somebody. Let alone your child. Like, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather you die than, like, have sex outside of marriage. This is why I don't fucking like organized religions. This is fucking crazy. I would crazy. probably be dead, like, a million times by now. That's, oh, yeah. That's horrible. Oh, yeah. I, I think I thank the goddess every fucking day that I was born into the family I was. Because, like, if I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I would have survived, honestly. Not the way I am. Nope. Okay, this is by Yuzi. Yuzi, <laughs> everybody. God, I'm tired. User Debbie Esther. And it said, too, it's dog shit. I'm an ex Jehovah's Witness, and that shit is impossibly damaging. It's not just that I'm inexperienced, but every time I try to have sex, I constantly have to fight my anxiety coming from my severe self image problems. I also always fear that whatever I do will just mess things up. So it's very, very hard for me to get going. And even then, I still have to fight my fear of being touched intimately. I listened to a whole fucking podcast about Jehovah's Witnesses. I was about, about to say, didn't you Witnesses. just listen to one on that? Dude, that shit is so fucked. Like, I was listening to that podcast, and I was like, I had no fucking idea. So what are some examples? Like so one thing is that they aren't allowed to masturbate. Oh, okay. Or do anything outside of, like, marriage. And if you do, you have to go to the elders in the community and confess it. And then they need to like have a talk with you and then they punish you and they punish you by cutting you out of the community for like weeks at a time. And no one talks to you like that's your punishment. Like people have committed suicide because of that. Like it's fucking awful. And the amount of times that they have like covered up like like sexual abuse and like child sexual abuse it's countless and disgusting i i i I listened to two parts of that because the third one was about child abuse and sex abuse and i was like i can't i can't i can't do that one i can't listen to that 
So they're um, not practicing what they preach. They're just punishing. Yeah, they're awful. I I mean, yeah. I mean, so like so like one girl admitted to having like I think she was like Oh, I'm sorry. She fooled around with a guy her age and Jehovah's Witness. And then she had to talk to the elders. And they don't tell you who you're going to meet with. She met with her best friend's dad. Oh, that's weird. Yes. And had to explain to them what she had done. And then someone else, too. I think it was her, her Is dad's Is it because friend. they got caught or they just felt guilty and then came forward? They feel so guilty that they come forward with it. Oh, I want it. Yeah, but I mean, you're raised in that, though. Like, you're raised in this way. And also, guys, they don't believe in blood transfusions. Oh, I that I knew. That's crazy. That you let your child die but, before you get a... If they need a blood transfusion, they will let their child die before. And they have. Yeah. And they will. Yeah. There's... Guys, if you want to listen to uh, some really, really interesting episodes about Jehovah's Witnesses, go to Sinisterhood. And it's, um, they're a great podcast, by the way. Amazing. I'd love to talk to them one day. But they did like a three-part episode about Jehovah's Witnesses. And I was shook. I was like, this this is so fucking toxic. They think that women's brains are smaller. A man. I was going to say, I was like, they're the founder of Jehovah's Witnesses. Is he a man? Like, yes. They're exactly. All, and all the elders are men. Exactly. It's. That's so gross. It's, it's disgusting. I But yeah, guys, if you want an interesting take on Jehovah's Witnesses and very well researched, I would go to Sinisterhood. Really amazing, but it will make you hate religion. <laughs> it will make you hate it. So anyway. Remember when we did our past life regressions and I was like kicked out of my village mm-hmm. for something and I don't know. And I was like, whenever it was something like that, because I can totally see myself doing something like that. And you committed suicide. Jumped off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And in mine, I was barren, and my husband and I, like, hated each other yeah. because I couldn't have children, and he, like, would just drink all the time. I'm glad we live in this century, <laughs> like, constantly. I'm glad of that. Ugh. Okay. All right. Uh, three, and this is by user Amb oh, Arwen. Okay. Love it. Love Arwen. Three, um, I guess my household would qualify as very religious to anyone who isn't religious, but we weren't fundy Christian or anything like that. I had a kind of an eh level of sex ed. I mostly educated myself and went to the purity conferences as a teen. But honestly, I never really had any fear or shame associated with sex. If anything, I think practicing abstinence made me very open about sex and caused me to value it deeply. I was also always very theologically minded and read a lot about the theology of sex and how it tied into my faith and and its purpose. That made a serious impression on me. I didn't have sex until I was 28 when I got married and haven't had any issues at all with my husband other than the general learning curve. I'm glad I chose to wait, but I do acknowledge my experience probably, probably wasn't typical for many other religious women. I'm not really sure what the difference was for me and why I managed to avoid the sexual shame route, but I'm hoping I figure it out before my daughter is born. At least that one wasn't too bad. No. I don't know how people can wait until they're 28 to have sex. So I'm like, I don't know what to say because in my mind, I'm like, how? I can't. Well, obviously, I've never been married, so. Oh, God. I came out of the womb loving boys. Me too. Flirting with them. Me too. And I was horny as fuck as a teenager, but no one wanted to be my boyfriend until like I like got a makeover or whatever. And then I was like, oh, I can, I can like fool around with guys now. They want to. Okay. 
Yeah. I was like, I was on it. As soon as, as soon as guys thought it was pretty, I was like, let's make it out. I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you are open and allowed to explore your sexuality, I feel like that paves the way for better experiences, honestly. Yeah. And being like, like sex is less shameful or Mm -hmm. sex is a sin. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of like the right word to use here, but I feel like making it a sin is really going to affect you your whole entire life. I've never understood it. It's just a way to like control and stupid. Yeah. And that way, if you're, you're open with it and you're just allowing yourself to be open with it, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, it shouldn't be a sin. No, it's fucking dumb. It makes no sense, but whatever. But anyway, I mean, I was raised in a very sex positive household. So I was always like, yeah, and if you want to wait till marriage because that's your decision, Absolutely. it should be your decision Absolutely. and no one else's decision telling you that's what you have to do Yeah, based on a religion or based on what your family says. It's what how you should perceive it. Yeah. And no one else. All I'm going to say is my little hormonal teenager ass was not waiting until marriage. I'll oh, just say no. that. I wasn't. I, no. Me as a teen? Oh, like, those hormones? Is, oh, my God. To me, even in the in the relationship of being with a boyfriend, I have to feel connected to you on all levels. Mm-hmm. And that is going to be a sexual level because yeah. we have to have that sexual chemistry. You have to have sexual chemistry. Because what if you get married and that's the first time you have sex and you're like, oh, it's horrible. Yeah. That's like a, oof, yeah. And not horrible because they're bad or you're bad, but horrible because you don't have that connection there. Absolutely. And also like mental blocks, because if you've been told it's a sin, yeah. then you're going to have blocks about even like wanting to do it. So it's a, it's, it's a fucking mess. Because I have broken up with people just by making out with them and they are horrible. Oh, same. Yeah. No, can't <laughs> well, I shouldn't say breaking up, but I couldn't get past that level. And I'm like, you know what? We're just going to go our separate a, ways here. Yeah. Absolutely. Like when you kiss someone, like you can just tell so much by like how the kissing is. You can tell a lot just by kissing somebody, especially yeah. if you kiss very similar and they're a good kisser and you're a good kisser. Mm-hmm. It's like fireworks. Yeah, absolutely. And that is the wonderful connection. So it's like, you know, then the sexual chemistry yeah. is going to be great. But it's like we can't even connect on a kissing Oof, level. We ain't, we ain't making it. Yeah, I'm with you there. No, because I used to have, like, the biggest crushes on these guys, and then they were, like, the worst kisser, and I'm like, mm. well, I don't like you now. Mm. I too. know that's shallow, but I can't, That's not shallow, I can't that's chemistry. It. Like, you, maybe it works for some girl that's a kisser like you, but not for me. No, me either. No, I can't do it. I love kissing. If you don't know how to do it, I'm <laughs> out. Like, may, But you know what? That's, we have a preference in how we like to be kissed. Perhaps some other girl will like how these guys kiss that we don't like. Yeah, exactly. It's everyone's different. I Absolutely. just I just want to connect on that level with you. I want to collect on all connect on all levels with mm-hmm. you. And to me, that is a very important one. We had to wait till marriage. Couldn't do it. I know. Can't be me. Mm-mm. I'd rather know now than be officially stuck. Same. All right, let's get to this one. It's by rude underscore ostrich underscore five zero three. Four, I was raised in a Baptist household that was almost cult-like and was shamed for even having my own opinion or reading. Oh my God. I did all of those things behind their back. I used to hide things like Kim from Gilmore Girls. Solid reference. I don't, I don't know the reference. Love it. From time to time, I was beat to submission. Oof. 
and would believe for some time, but then I would come to my senses. I explored who I was because I needed to be sane as soon as I could get out of there. When I was 22 and told my mom I would never go to church again, they told me I died to them. The good side of this is that they didn't talk to me for over a year, but alas, they always needed me, so they kept coming back. I had sex for the first time at 16 because I just wanted to get it over with. Preach, girl. (laughs) I didn't want it to be special or be in love. I just wanted to be safe, and it was for myself. I never used sex as a way to make people like me, but as a way to look out for myself. I had a small number of partners, I think six, but after I met my husband at 20 years old, that was it. We both have a good sex life. We openly talk about sex. I know what I like, what I don't like, and I am vocal about that. I have matured a lot in the past few years, and I am happy with myself in that regard. I think I was really lucky because when I was 18, I started to work at a place with mostly female employees. Some of them were older, and we became friends. We talked about sex a lot, and I could vocalize a lot of things on my mind and normalize them as well. Having this kind of friendship was life-changing. Honestly, having a girl to talk to makes all the difference. I love this person. Me too. They're like, fuck you guys. I'm like, out. This is what you're telling me to do. Women. I'm still not going to do it. I, I, I know. I love but it. But I'm She's... stuck for the time being, but I'm still not going to listen. Yeah. I can't. I just can't imagine like anything that like if I had a child that I would be like, you're dead to me. I would want my child to be open. And oh, I, same. I would teach my child to be open. Same. I would probably offer my child birth control as soon as they wanted it. My mom told me if I was old enough to have sex, I was old enough to get birth control. She was wrong. <laughs> she was wrong? She was wrong. That's all I'm going to say about Why? Because I was a stupid fucking teenager. Yeah, but she just wanted me to be safe. How is that wrong? No, I meant she told me if I wanted it, I could go get it for myself. If I was old enough to do that, then I was old enough to go oh. get it for myself. She wasn't going to do it well, for me. Well, didn't you have to be a certain age to have your mom go with you? Or, like, a parent I go with you? honestly don't remember. I thought either. you had to be, like, 18 and older that you could just... I don't even remember. Times have changed. Like, now you can just order birth control online. Mm-hmm. It's different now. This is by user trackfamous338. This is number five. It says... Growing up, my parents were completely against premarital sex, abortion, and contraceptive. I don't understand that. To to me, being against all of those things was hypocritical, especially since my parents got married because my mom was pregnant. This was in 1988, so it makes some sense. Hey, 1988. Good year. Good year, guys. That's when Montana was born. Yep. Yep. Shows my age right there. There you go. (laughs) I had to relearn and make myself understand that my sexual partners did not correlate to my worth as a person. I don't think I'm a prude, but I also prefer to be sexually intimate with someone I know well and really like. I'm not one for random hookups because that's just not who I am. I think pre-marital sex is not a big deal. The biggest thing is that it is the person's choice on what they want to do. I also think it's good to experiment and to find out what you like, whether that's with someone else or by yourself. Amen. Hey, yep. That's what I was thinking. Amen. I agree. I am for this. I mean, I like to know, I, I think it's important to know what you like. Yeah, like we said earlier, you should be allowed to explore. Also, I don't understand the people that are against premarital sex. No, I'm sorry. I don't understand people that think abstinence is the only education that they should give. You just say no. Yeah, just be abstinent. You're kidding me? That makes no fucking sense. No, I think it should be, hey, if you're going to have sex, these are precautions you should take. Absolutely. Abstinence-only education is And I think if ridiculous. you're making it less taboo, the 
the more people will be open to be like, you know what, I'm going to use protection or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Because if you're making it taboo, it makes you want to do it even more. Yeah, at least us, because that's the kind of people we are. We're rebellious. No, like I remember when I was in, uh, I want to say either I was a freshman in high school and, you know, when they talk about sex education and stuff and they always bring in people that have STDs and like, mm-hmm. you know, one guy with AIDS and he had to bring out all his medication that he had to take now. And it's just like, all you're doing is scare tactics. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a good way to approach the subject. I don't think either. I don't think so either, because I think that you should feel comfortable going to someone in a position like of power or whatever and being able to be like, hey, can you tell me like where I can get birth control or like where can I get condoms or like how can I protect myself? Like how can I make sure that this doesn't happen to me? Like it's just right. It should be like this happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to prevent it from happening to you. So, like, you should use protection, Absolutely. like I said, or, like, find ways so it doesn't happen to you instead of going, this is going to happen to you if yeah. you have sex. Like, That's that scary tactic, insane. I don't think, works, first of all. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. I'm terrified of STDs, and that's, I get checked, like, so many times. But I also take precautions, as one should. Also, no hate to anyone with an STD at all. Like, it happens. Shit happens. We totally get it. So, no hate to you. No, not at all. But, yeah, scare tactics are bullshit. But scaring someone. Yeah. Like, scaring you into going, you will get an STD if you have sex. It's It's just not a good way to approach it, I think. And that's that's what my sexual education was in school. Or, like, you will get pregnant. Yeah. We all remember Teen Mom. We remember that. You remember Teen Mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so huge in the early 2000s. And I would watch it and I'd be like, hell no. I think there was this whole thing where Kim Kardashian was like, um, this shouldn't be a show because it's making more, like, it's like glamorizing being pregnant and mm-hmm. making more girls, like, want to be pregnant. And they're like, actually, the statistics have shown it's actually lowered. Yeah, because it's hard. Yeah, it's making more women want to use protection so they don't get pregnant. It's lowered the teen pregnancy yeah, down. Yeah, because it's hard. There, I didn't think it was glamorizing it. No, I'm like, oh, God. No, I was like, oh, I'm going to stay on my birth control. Yeah, for real. I was like, I don't want to be a teen mom. No, because at that time, we were probably only like two or three years older than them. Yeah. Oh, so weird to think about. Oh, yeah. So weird. Okay. Let's do number six. This is by user outside underscore apricot 7200. I was raised in an almost cult-like religious home and church. Was constantly shamed for having a womanly body, boobs, etc. And how sinful I was for having such a body. Oh, I hate that. I needed to cover it up or else I'd be raped and it would be my fault. These are in quotes. Men would allegedly lust after me and then I'd go to hell. I felt, and still do sometimes, so ashamed of my body and sinful for just existing. I married an amazing, wonderful human being who also happens to be my best friend. He loves me so much and I love him. We waited until marriage to have sex and boy, did that hurt getting started. I struggle with vaginismus. I never know how to pronounce it. Vaginismus? It's not vaginitis, whatever. I understand that I've had that. I don't know what that is. 
Uh, it's like a bacterial infection, I believe. No, the one that she said. Vaginismus? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Let's look. We're going to educate ourselves, guys, because I'm pretty sure it's a bacterial infection. Okay, so I... they both are? <clears throat> Vaginitis and vaginismus? Yeah. Um, oh, actually, vaginismus is the body's automatic reaction to the fear of some or all types of vaginal penetration. Whenever penetration is attempted, your vaginal muscles tied up on their own. You have no control over it. Occasionally, you can get vaginismus even if you have previously exploit, previously enjoyed painless penetrative sex. Oh my god, I think I've had that before. With your ex? Yes. We were just talking about that. Yep. Now you know there's a term for it. Yeah. See? It's a thing. And vaginitis is an inflammation of the vagina that can cause... It can cause discharge, itching, and pain, and it's caused by a chain in, change in the normal balance of vaginal bacteria and infection or reduced estrogen levels after menopause. Yep. And then there's BV. There's so many things that can go wrong with Trust women's. me, I know. <clears throat> All right. Anyway. Okay. I feel like they're blaming her. Yes. But she, but oh, she's you just... have a nice body. Girl, that's your fault. So hopefully the rest of so the this, So something happens to you, like if you're <clears throat> raped, that's your fault. I've never understood that and I don't like it. And I've heard people say that before and I want to punch them in the throat. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. I hate you that. should be able to walk around naked. And that doesn't mean that you That was it. the woman's number one thing if men didn't exist on this planet. Walk what would women naked. do? They would just walk around naked. Or oh, they walk right. around at night. Or they walk around with two, two earbuds in at night. Yeah. To walk oh. in a tank top at night. Everything was like at night, alone, doing whatever they wanted. And most yeah. of it was being naked. Yeah. My boyfriend and I were at the park the other night. And I like someone was like kind of following us in the bushes. I had my fucking mace out so fast. I was in like, the bushes? Uh-uh. Yeah. They were like following us. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I don't like it. And I get a bad feeling. So I had my mace out. And I was like, hurry up. He's a man. He doesn't understand. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, we deal with this as women. He probably has reasons. Like, oh, they're probably just doing this yeah. or that. He's like, I like that's um, yeah, I was like, no, absolutely not. I'm not doing this. Uh, Anything happen? No. I was like, I got my mace up. I was like, oh, Did you say me. that? Yeah, I said it out loud so whoever the fuck it was would hear. Did they stop? <laughs> Eventually. Hmm. So anyways, <clears throat> continuing. It's so much better now. Though, oh, it's so much better now, though, but it took time and so much patience from both of us. He was so patient and careful and really allowed me to take the lead so that I was always comfortable physically and emotionally. I really believe that's the only reason I'm doing so much better. If he had pushed me, I don't think that I would have gotten any better. We have so much fun now. He's my first consensual sexual partner and I'm his, so it's fun exploring together and laughing when something weird happens. It's nice expressing ourselves this way together. I really enjoy sex now. Good for her. I'm happy for her that someone likes her womanly body, her lustful, sinful body. But it's okay because they're married. Oh my god, that's so fucking crazy. Like, I'm glad that she now has a good relationship with sex. I do too. But yeah, fuck good all for that you. Nonsense. All right, this is uh, number seven by zero underscore one underscore zero underscore one. Because I never once masturbated and only ever repressed my sexuality, when I started having sex, I was completely unable to mentally lean into it. For many years, sex was extremely painful and just felt terrible. It took years of trying before I had my first ever orgasm, and it took seven years to stop feeling pain during sex and start feeling turned on from penetration. It took about 10 years of exploring and retraining my brain to actually be able to orgasm during sex. 
It was such a painful and difficult road to get here, but I can finally say that I actually enjoy it now. Seven years? I can't imagine not masturbating. I don't know if it's because, like, she was told it was bad. I'm sure she was. Especially if she had fear of, like, penetration and sex. And I'm sure that there was... Seven years? That's a long time. It's a long-ass time. It's a long-ass time. But, I mean, good for them. You know, good for them for being able to explore and feel good about it now. I know, but I just hate that it's more taboo if a woman does it, where if it's a guy, it's like, oh, it's just a guy. They're like, it's just locker room talk. That's just what guys are. That's just what they do. It's like, yeah, but women like it too. Yeah, like a guy's 13. He explores his body. Of course, like, that's what they do. But okay, so it's not okay for a girl to do that? Yeah. How else are you going to know your body if you don't explore your body? Yeah, you got to find Only you can know you have to find what turns you on see i feel like my parents were like i mean my mom wasn't like here's how you do it i figured it out on my own pretty young i was like oh okay this is what i do perfect sounds good i mean like if i have a daughter i want to like explain to her like it's okay like these feelings are normal and like yes like exploring your body can feel good and like just you know, be safe if you take on a partner and like come to me and like I'll help you out with like condoms and birth control. Like I want, I want, well, all my kids, I want my kids whenever I have them to feel completely safe. Yeah. And I, I would want to be an open sex household. Be like, let's Same. talk about it. Sex positive for sure. Yeah. Like what are your feelings? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want it. Do you feel like it's taboo? And I don't want to lock my child up like, from going to, like, their significant others, because mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you're going to have sex, so I have to prevent that happening. Like, I don't want to be that person. I'd be like, listen, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it, but please be safe about it. That's like, that's where my too. mind would be. Because, like, the thing is, like, if you want it, you're going to do it. And it doesn't matter. Like, a lot of my friends, they would have sex in, like, the back of a car. Oh, my like, friends would do it everywhere. Because they're like, well, I can't go to my house, can't go to your house. Yeah. Trust me, kids are creative. Very they will creative. find many ways. And I feel like the more you tell your child no, mm-hmm. the more they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I'm just like, you know what? If it's going to happen, I was, I accept it. Just be safe. Yeah. Same. I, I ain't ready to be no way. grandma. Just be safe. Exactly. That's all. Yep. Okay. So number eight, this is by user Just an Indie Punk, which love that. Um, I used to think that I was raised very religious because my father was a pastor, but he was always pretty liberal and open to my sister and I finding different paths outside of religion and within different religions. My girlfriend, on the other hand, was raised Mormon and was actually much more religious than I was. Now she's a cat girl with a high sex drive and we have a very fulfilling sex life. All right. Do your thing. Do your thing, you know? I mean, it sounds like his dad was open about it or his parents were open about it just because he was a pastor. I like that. I appreciate that too. And if you want to be a cat girl, a cat boy, like do your thing. I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like I watched like a thing on uh, Snapchat when I still had it once and this girl like would wear cat ears and she'd like, you know, like pot him when she wanted things and he'd like put milk on the floor for her. And, like, she'd, like, purr and, like, Okay, meow. so I've seen people do it with dogs. Yeah. So you, it's the same thing, just a cat? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you it can, do you. It can be sexual. It can also not be sexual. It just depends on the purpose. I know a lot of that's, like, like the puppy play and stuff. Like, it's more of a um, stress relief. I dated someone 
who we took a, a quiz, like a kink quiz together. I think his highest was a pet. Really? Yeah, he was very into that. Like him being the pet or you being the pet? Probably both. What was yours? Um, exhibitionist. Oh, that's, oh, you didn't even need a quiz for that. I, I know. I think mine was like exhibitionist and, um, oh, what was the other one? I think cuckolding was on there. Me, not them. I don't want to be cuckolded. I don't know what that means. It basically means you, um, like flirt and maybe even like hook up with like other people in front of your significant other. But I don't like that part. Like, I just kind of like the thought of like, do you remember that scene in Sex Life where her and Brad were like turning on like these other people? Like they were like with other people. Remember? Like he was flirting with some girl and she was flirting with some like older man. And then they like met up in the stairwell and fucked in the stairwell. Cause like he was like, no, that. I remember that. Yeah. He was like, I fucking love like how much he wants to fuck you. And I was like, Ooh, I like this. <laughs> this is very up my alley. Um, and I think Brat was high on there too. Brat and sub- submissive. So I was like, yeah, none of this surprised me. So <clears throat> moving on. This is by user Ember underscore Wolf 104. This is number nine. It says, sometimes I want to explore my sexuality. I want to be with someone of the same sex, but I'm in a relationship with someone of the opposite sex again. I don't know if I'll ever be able to explore that option because I'm afraid of what my religious family might think. In the back of my mind, I still question the morality of it, even though I completely support relationships in the LGBTQ plus community. That must be so hard. Like there's a part of you that like wants to be with like, someone of the same gender and 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 like you like don't want to because you're afraid of like your moral failings which sucks because like i totally get how you could be like oh no it's totally okay for them to do it but like i can't do it because that's bad because like that's like what's been like rammed into your brain like it's bad you'll go to hell you're a bad person you know and you're like well this applies to me but it doesn't apply to them it's very complex it's very complex I love the stories where they're afraid to come out to their family. And then when they finally do, they're like, okay, well, it's finally time you came out. We know. Yeah. Like, and they're supportive. And it's like, you know, it sucks that households make it very hard for, you know, someone in that situation. There was a time when my mom thought I was a lesbian. Really? (laughs) My best friend. She thought we were dating each other. I was like, we're really not. And she's like, I mean, but if you were, it'd be okay. (laughs) I was like, but we're not. And she's like, I'm just saying we accept you no matter what. And I was like, okay, <laughs> thanks for letting me know. Now I joke all the time with my friend about that. I'm like, remember when my mom thought we were lesbians? And she's like, yep, yep, yep. She's like, we were really close. I was like, we were. <laughs> it was very, very interesting. But I just, I want everyone to feel comfortable doing what they want to do and, and be who they want to be with. I know. Well, plus, if I was in a relationship with someone, like, I don't think that would be fair either that they feel forced into this relationship because they can't go explore, mm-hmm. I agree. you know, something else. And I'm like, well, you just here because you have to be kind of. Yeah. Instead of where you really want to try and explore other things, but you can't because you're family. Yeah. I've, I've definitely worried about that with previous lovers, but. Either with my ex, there's a few moments, like mannerisms where I'm like, mm. Hmm. yeah same I've had that before too which like I'm like like I I even told someone I was like hey I don't care if you are like 
I like or whatever. I support you. I just want you to know you can explore, but you need to let me know. Yeah. And the same thing. That's the where the mentality is. Not like, oh my God, we have to break up. But it's like I would when I want you in a relationship, I want you all here. Yeah. Not like wondering what's up. Yeah, not Mm -hmm. here because you have to be and really just thinking about other things. Yeah. And that's like that's like a fear. I don't ever want that. I don't know. I don't either. It's terrifying to me. So hopefully that person is able to explore. Okay. This is by Wixkid Wits. So like Wicked Witch, but with an X. Okay, cool. Tongue twister. Uh, yeah, number 10. Everything's so much better than I ever thought. At first, I was a nervous wreck and pushed myself to do things I wasn't ready for because I felt behind. But it does get better. My biggest advice is to take the tiniest of baby steps because there is absolutely no timeline on when you should do things. Listen to what your gut says about people and fuck what everyone else is doing. They didn't grow up like you. Mm -hmm. So don't worry about everyone else. I think knowledge is power and helps you understand what exactly is going on and how to prepare yourself so you can feel comfortable and confident. Read, read, read. If you're unsure, talk to other women and be open with your partners. Love that. Love it. Love it. Knowledge really is power. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, honestly, it's so important. Like, I mean, like, I remember when I moved back to Florida and, like, no one was a virgin. It's Florida. I had, like, a couple friends that were, but they were quite religious. So I was like, yeah, no shit. But, like, everyone else was like, wait, you're still a virgin? I was like, I'm only 15. People judge me for 15 for being a virgin? I think they were just kind of like, oh, wow, really? And I was like, For back when we were 15? Really? Yeah. Interesting. It's it's a different world there, girl. I know. Florida's its own world. It's a different fucking world. We were just having that conversation with Ashley. Just like, I was like, yep, that's that's men in Florida. I'm not surprised whatsoever. That's how they are. (laughs) But how did did you describe them, though? Like beach bums and... Yeah, like fucking fuckboy beach bums. Because she said it's so hard to date in Florida. It's so fucking hard. They're fuckboy beach bums. They like to do drugs and they like to fuck. I'm not saying every guy. I'm not trying to generalize, but like most guys that I know in my hometown were like that. Yikes! Do you still see a bunch of Florida license plates? All the time. I know. Me too. Everywhere. I don't know what the fuck it means. Especially like this time of year. I'm like, what y'all doing here? I know. It's winter. It's winter. Get the fuck out of here. But anyway, I agree. Don't go on someone else's timeline. Like if you're like 16, 17, and you're with someone age appropriate. And you're like, I love this person. I want to have sex. Okay. But don't do it because all your friends are doing it. And like, if you want to wait. Yeah. If you want to wait until you're 27 and like married to have sex for the first time, fucking do it. Do whatever the fuck you want. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. Follow your instinct. That's all I got to say. As I said, follow your gut. Oh my God. This username is going to make you mad. Why? What's the username? Username Prison Mike's Biatch. Love it. Love it. Is that you? Hello? Okay. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. So crazy. Okay, 11. I was extremely sexually repressed growing up. She said, I grew up in Mormon in Happy Valley in Utah. As a result, I had unique sexual taste and smell. I went through a manic period of being obsessed with sex. Been there. I've now settled in a healthy, sexy, pots, healthy, sex positive place that I'm very happy with, and I'm happily monogamously married. 
to prison Mike. <laughs> Good for you, Bill. I'm pretty sure there is a, a Mike on there. Hey, you know what? If you and prison Mike are happy and you're monogamous and you're having sex. There is one. There, his name was Michael on the show because he had a baby mama that he married the oh, baby wow. mama in jail. And he was talking to his other girl and she was a virgin and she was like 26, 27, maybe even 28. And then mm-hmm. she was saving herself for Mike. Yeah. So he was like, well, I don't know what to do because now I have these two women. And all she knows is that's my baby's mama, not that we're married. <gasps> and he, he took her virginity. God. I know. I can't. That's awful. Can I just be honest? Just be honest. This is by user U-U-O, and this is 12. I look for sex rather than intimacy. I have a hard time communicating because I grew up not speaking about most things because they were considered bad. I thought I would get in trouble. I have a lot of work to undo, to undo things that have become natural instincts because of how I was raised when they're actually normal and natural. That sucks. So this is where I feel like, I mean, how far the internet has gone. Mm. I think a positive with the internet is it's a good communication center where people like finding out they're not alone. Yeah. And it, like you said, knowledge is power Mm -hmm. and it opens them up to like, Oh, so like, it's not just me or other people are experiencing this too. And sometimes like families be crazy and they're like, so it is my family. Like I'm not the problem. Like, well, that reminds me of the Jehovah's Witness episode um, from Sinisterhood because they talked about how Jehovah's Witnesses, they now like, what do they call us? Worldlies. They call us worldlies, people that aren't in the Jehovah's Witness religion and were like bad and stuff. But they they even like don't want you to look at stuff online. Right? Probably because they know. Exactly. They know. Exactly. And also... They don't want you to see a psychiatrist. I just feel like they can prevent so many deaths, so many suicides. It's fucking stupid. I'm sorry if anyone here is a Jehovah's Witness and you, like, really believe in your faith, but I think some of that shit is fucking dumb, so. Sorry. I said what I said. I don't fucking care. Anyway, knowledge is power. Connect with people that know things and do you. Damn. You know what? Maybe there would be so many less serial killers in the world are like murderers in the world because of how you were raised. Literally. Like nurture is such a big part. Oh, it is. So I'm like, you know, maybe if they just let them be and not look at Ed Kemper's mother who told him he was a piece of shit all the time. Charles Manson's mother who abandoned him. Uh, And his uncle, was it his uncle or his grandpa that made him dress like a girl because he cried so much. He's like, if you want to be a girl, then be a girl. And he made this little boy dress like a girl. Reminds me of Insidious. What part was that? Remember, I think it was like in Insidious, like two or three, when they were like, um, there was the bride, but the bride was like sometimes like the man, right? Because his mom like had had a boy, but like wanted him to be a girl. So she kept dressing up in wigs and dresses and calling him a girl and like calling him by a girl name and it like fucked him up. Why don't I remember this? I just watched Insidious recently, okay. so. But like that's my point. It's like maybe they wouldn't have gone on a rampage because of like their their parents. Agreed. Just fucking be there for your kids. 
Yes, and you're going to be a little girl. I'm going to make you dress like one. I literally can't. Like your psychological right nurture just starts at like five years old and then goes just goes downhill from there. Absolutely, you're fucked up. All right. Um, this is by Blush Butterfree. Thirteen. Things feel pretty good these days. I'm a bit more sexually conservative in some areas, and I don't like to talk about sex openly unless it's with a partner. Most of my friends are rather open. I also do care about people's relationships and how many people they've been with. But with a partner, I can talk openly about sex, STD testing, and what I want and what I like. I will say that this is in spite of religion, not because of it. I enjoy sex, but I consider it private. And that was by user Blush Butterfree. Okay, number 14. This is by user Pangolin-ZestyClothes. Okay, zesty clothes, whatever. I grew up Catholic and went through high school strongly believing I'd wait for the right one. Then I went to college. I never had the birds and the bees talk with my mom. She always just told me to wait until marriage. Hookup culture in college slapped me in the face. I didn't know you were supposed to pee after having sex, so I ended up getting a painful UTI because of it. We've been talking about this. Mm -hmm. I wish I had these conversations with my mom, but we just didn't have that kind of relationship. See, I think it's so important to have that kind of relationship with your mom. I mean, I never had that that talk with my mom, like the birds and the bees talk and everything I had to learn. I had to learn myself. I remember (laughs) I was a little kid and I found a book and it was about like uh, couples like having sex, like for kids. It was like kind of like a book, like maybe for like young adults or something just about like what sex was but I didn't get to read too much of it before my mom called me so I was telling everyone on the bus that like sex was just getting naked and kissing <laughs> Kissing. they were like no it's not and I'm like yes it is that's what it is that's what the book said and they're like that's not sex and I was like yeah I was like young I don't know I was like eight I don't know, seven something young But I think, like, then my mom, I think she told me after that, like, what happened. I think I blocked it out of my memory because I was like, I don't want this conversation. But I've never had the feeling, though, where I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait for the right person. Like, I never, that never went through. Literally never had that feeling. No. Never had that feeling. Never had that feeling. No. I remember I just, like, got a makeover and was acceptably, like, attractive. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just get this shit out of the way. And, like, again, I regret it now because, like, the guy I had sex with first was, like, my first real boyfriend. But I don't even really count that because the next guy was my first love. I was like, I wish I fucking waited. I wish I waited, like, a few months for my first love. But it's fine. I mean, kudos to people that have amazing, like, losing their virginity stories. (laughs) I thought my boyfriend was like cute and like kind of awkward and like weird so obviously I liked him but I definitely wasn't in love with him and I knew I was over it when we were kissing and I like opened my eyes because I was like (laughs) the ick was strong open your eyes it's like I don't like you anymore yeah it was weird I was like I'm not into this kissing session was he a good kisser then we had it we talked about it I think he was a pretty good kisser but I just was like so like not I was. I just you wasn't gotta have it. that chemistry. You gotta be on that level. I think it was more about the chase for me at that time. I was all oh, about the chase. It was always about the chase. That was like my problem through my twenties. Is yep. I would like a guy so bad, chase him, get him, be like done, marked off. Yeah. Like a different guy, mm. chase him, get him, marked off. It was like it's not a healthy thing. But that that was my 
that's how I, I mean, I've struggled with that before. Cause I always like, I want to chase them and then I get them and then I make them fall in love with me. And then I'm like, Hey, mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no! And then the guys, then I have guys that like, never, like, I never like, you know, like C we've talked about C like how he like, like I wanted him so bad. Like, honestly, why? Like looking back, I was just such a mess at that time, but like, he never gave me like, what I wanted like I never heard like the words like I'm in love with you or whatever so it was like harder to get over that Ugh, I'm too I mean, t- most of the guys I wanted just because I thought they were hot yeah that was like the main reason why and even if I was in a relationship like I would still I would like other people and really because I get bored easy in relationships like I yeah. just I grow same. out of my box so fast in relationships same, and same, I'm like same, I really same. like that guy boyfriend or not yeah. I would still chase him get him break up with boyfriend and move on start a whole thing like totally get it and yeah. I tell my boyfriend all the time I'm like listen we, it's a good thing we met when we did now because you and I would have never ever lasted I say this to my boyfriend now too because I'm, like, I'm a completely different person now same and it's just amazing when like back at all that stuff and I'm like I really did all that stuff and nowadays it's hard for me to like people too like it really like guys it really is hard to have a crush on someone or like them but that's when i did when i did like them that's why i chased them and got them and i'm like okay i'm bored with you moving on yeah i i definitely had issues like that too i think like my thing is like the fear of like commitment was like a big thing it was huge for me yeah because like sometimes you'd just be with them and then you'd be like oh my god like is this my life like what if we get married and then like what if i never like oh this is my girlfriend i'm like "Uh, we never talked about that yeah oh i don't like when they say that i remember one a guy saying that and i was like there's a few i'm like it's like uh no no Love is such a confusing thing. Like, I have definitely been in love before a few times. But, like, I've also dated tons of guys and I've definitely not been in love with most of them. But then I feel bad because I feel like... Oh, God, this is not really conceited. But I feel like I have this thing. I don't know. I make guys fall in love with me. I don't mean to. Maybe I, 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 mean to. I, I did mean to. I don't know. It's I don't mess. mean to. And it's it's a thing. Yeah. It's a mess. I, I always joke with Laura about that. I'm like, that sounds so conceited. And Laura's like, uh, it would if it was anyone but you. And I'm like, true. I mean, to be fair, Venus is my like patron goddess. So love's like a huge thing with me. I don't know. It's just, it's a mess. But I mean, I still carry the guilt of like hurting those people. Like, yeah, I carry that pretty deeply with me. It sucks. Well, I think also now at this day and age, since we're a lot older than we were and then our group our generation they're all like at least on their second marriage or, or have kids mm. and I feel like sometimes you and I this is how I see it why like married men like us so much mm. is because we're that that mystery woman that mm. they're carefree they've never been married they don't have kids like you know what I mean we're we're free yeah we're very vibrant we're very free I think a lot of people see that and like they they like want that maybe because like like you like go off and travel and like I like like run around in the park with my fairy wings taking photos like we have we're very much ourselves and we're very much like free and we do what we want and I think they kind of like they think like the grass is greener on our side and really it's not the case at all and it's like well my wife just makes me unhappy because she does this and it's so exhausting and the kids are like this and you're just like we're over here 
don't have any of that. Mm-mm. No baggage, you know? I mean, we got baggage, but not not that baggage. There's different kinds. Everyone has baggage. But yeah, we don't have kids and like stuff like that. Which like, hey, if you have kids, that's fine. But I'm just saying like, I've definitely seen a lot of married men do the thing where it's like, oh, here's this like vibrant woman who like hasn't had children and like she's so free and she's so like like fresh and like she looks so like like sweet and like fun and it's like you don't know me <laughs> first of all i hate it i personally hate oh it. i it makes me so angry it does and also like i say this all the time like i am easy to fall in love with but i'm harder to stay in love with because i'm a lot i'm very intense i'm very emotional i get jealous like i'm not crazy i'm not like you can't go out with your friends i'm not like that but like i'm a little jealous I'm a little jealous and I'm moody as fuck. Like, I know I am. I'm super moody. Like, I shut down like that. Like, if I'm upset or hurt, like, I, I shut down. I'm working on that. Me, me too. It's hard, though. I've gotten a lot better, but it's oh, it's a work in progress. Yeah. And, like, what I'll say is it's hard to be in a relationship. It's yeah. fucking hard. Kids or no kids, it's fucking hard. And... I mean, I may be a lot, but I also bring a lot to the table. But, like, you have to be the kind of guy that can deal with my a lot. And not every guy is. And I'm sure you have, like, your own version of that, too. But it's just so easy to to be, like, grass is greener on the other side. I know. And I side. hope, like, what I was saying makes sense. No, it does. But it does. Relationships are hard. They're and so either you hard. think they're worth, you know, going through all that or they're mm-hmm. not. Oh, but you shouldn't look elsewhere. Yeah, I agree. And if you are, obviously you're not getting what you want from the relationship. So true. I can always tell when a relationship is coming to an end when I'm fantasizing about like relationships with other men. Yes. That, that's, that's a big one. It's a big red flag. Yeah. When I'm like looking at like some random guy on the street and he's got like tattoos and he's tall and I'm like, I wonder what he's like if we met. Like, I wonder what our meet cute would be. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if we probably like, he'd like play guitar and I'd like be writing and like the sun would be streaming in and like we'd take like cute photos together like in the bed like splattered with paint. I go through this whole thing and I'm like that's not a good sign. <laughs> not no, a good sign. But I've, I've gotten to the point in my life where I feel like I'm where I need to be. Totally. I am still working on myself and always will be working on myself but yes I've had to grow a lot the past couple of years so i hear you on the jealousy thing though I, I think that's normal i'm a jealous bitch i think that's normal though it's like if you if you don't get even a little bit jealous do you really even like your significant other you oh know? for real like <laughs> i like like do you even care literally though like i remember like guy like i can't remember like i've had like exes and they've been like yeah this girl was flirting with me and i'm like oh god does she like you do you like her is this like my out like i'm like is this an escape Again, that's what I'm. That's what I'm. Oh, I've, I've been there too. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, have you cheated? Please cheat. Please so cheat, so yeah. I can leave. Yeah, yeah so I've definitely yeah. been there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like when I'm like thinking about that all the time, I'm like, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. I'm jealous. I'm like, don't look at my man. I'll fucking kill you, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. You know, like I'm, I'm a jealous bitch. And when I'm not, is when you should be like, oh. <laughs> when they're like, oh, I'm just gonna like uh, go to dinner with this like friend of at work i'm like and if i'm just like okay that's when you know red yeah. flag red flag everybody like, so if you don't if i don't ask you who you're texting or i stop or i don't care then that's when you know yeah that shit's over 
Cause That's I'm funny. already like, I'm already like planning my escape route, even if it's only like unconsciously. Yeah. No. And I have my moments about certain things. I don't, I'm not crazy jealous though. I'm not crazy jealous. I'm definitely jealous though. But like I said, I don't think if you aren't, then do you really care about that person? Literally always ask this question all the time. All right. I don't know how to say this username, so I'm just going to spell it out, everybody. Um, this is 15, username SHDFKFE1223. Okay. My sex life and relationship with intimacy is terrible. I have trouble viewing myself as a sexual being, and it affects my sex life. I want men to see me as a sexy woman, but I can't behave in that way without cringing. It's a huge internal battle I have. That sucks. I hate that. That sucks. I, I've talked to a lot of women who have trouble seeing themselves as sexy. I understand that. And I'm like, you got to find like things that make you feel sexy. Like for me, I feel sexy when I'm like all dressed up, like I'm in heels, I'm in fishnets. I feel sexy when I'm in lingerie. I feel sexy when I have my makeup on and my hair is done and I'm like tossing my hair and smiling. Like I feel sexy when I feel powerful. Mm-hmm. It's like what makes you feel powerful and sexy? Like, and that's why I think boudoir shots are so popular. Like a lot of women are getting those like boudoir photos and being like, oh, I'm hot. And it's like, yeah, bitch. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're hot. Do it. I'm all about that life. I'm all about it. I feel bad for this person that they don't view themselves as a sexual being. Remember Sex in the City when like he, like what was it Troy? It was Troy, right? And Charlotte? uh, Charlotte's husband. Yeah, when like Troy, he, yeah. he like wouldn't like view her that way. Well, once they got married, he's yeah. like you're my wife. What? I can't do dirty things to you, mm-hmm. but I can jack off to a porno. Yeah. Because he couldn't get up. He couldn't get it up. Yeah. Because he's like, you're my wife and I just see you as like not a sexual being. Yeah. And she yeah. had to put like the lingerie on. And even still like. They wasn't... had to work on it. Yeah. Well, it was like when they got separated, like suddenly he wanted to like have sex everywhere. Yeah. Time. But remember when they were Sorry. working on it and she caught him masturbating to a magazine of Jugs. drugs. And then she taped her face. Yeah. To all to the all, faces yeah. in there. I was like, okay, Charlotte. <laughs> You know what? I respect it, bitch. I respect it. Because she wanted to wait till marriage. I mean, like, they got married in, like, two months of dating each other. Mm. But she's like, he's the one. I want to wait till marriage. And then when they got married, he just couldn't perform because he's like, well, you're my wife. Because he tried to when they were dating. Like, he was all over her. And she's yeah. like, no, no, we got to wait. We got to wait. And yeah. then when they did, he was like, hey, you're you're too good of a girl because yeah, my, my wife is my wife. And you're not... I can't see you as like a dirty hoe, basically. I've heard men have that issues when like their when like their wives have babies. They're like, "You're my child's mother." Oh, I, I hate that. I, I hope that never too. happens to me. I know. Same. Oh, that freaks me. That out. should make you love them more. You would think. They just birthed your child. I don't see your body going through all that shit. And that's another thing. I don't want them down there watching the baby come out. Oh, I don't even want him in the the, the delivery room. I want my mom. I want my mom. Nobody else. Same. I kind of feel that way too. I kind of want him to be like out there like waiting or like with a bunch of guys like smoking cigars, like like waiting, like like shaking and like nervous. Like that's what I want. I don't want you. I don't want you like watching it come out. You don't need to see that. You do not need to see that. 
And it's like, if you throw a hissy fit about not being in there and you want to be in there so bad, then stay by my head and don't fucking move. Stay by my head. Hold my hand. Don't stay watch, by my head. Don't watch it. Because I'll be like, like, mom, hey, what's going on down there? Explain it to me. Mm-hmm. Instead of like my guy going, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I think my dad like almost fainted because they yeah. made him like look down there because no, he wouldn't want to do it. You watched Younger, right? Yes. Yeah. Remember when um, Claire has the baby and like in the back of the car and Maggie sees it? And then she doesn't want to have sex with woman after for a while, and she has to go to a support meeting. <laughs> and all like the all the husbands are like, "We'll never be the same." I watched the baby's head come out. I know head. that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, I don't need that. And it's like a support group, and all these men are like, "I can't have sex with my wife after this." I, like, like, I don't want I don't that want to that. be a thing I've because I want to like have a deeper connection oh. with you now that I just birthed your child. Exactly. I don't need you to see all that's going on there. No, just give me my mom. Like, yeah, I want mom, my mom. I want you. I want that's it. Exactly. Same. All right, 16. This is by Too Tired to Care. So, solid. <laughs> That's a vibe. It's a vibe. Okay. I got out of the cult when I was 16 years old. Oh, God. I took my 20s to work through my childhood trauma with religion. I'm in my 40s now, and my relationship with sex and intimacy has been good for the past 10 years or so. Wow. What? That's just like... Oh, that was it? Yeah. Okay. That, okay. No, that's just crazy, though. That sucks. Cults are fucking crazy. Remember that cult with that um, girl on Smallville? Nexium, a sex cult. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was intense. That that's a oh, seduced is a really good documentary about that. Is really it really fascinating? Yeah. Because it was just interesting to me. Because in I'm like, wait, but you were like an actress, and now you're helping this guy with all these women. It's so fucked up because, like, the mind control that they did on these women was so fucking crazy. And it sucks because there were so many other people in this cult, but they were, like, paying all this money to, like, to, like, get up in the program because it was, like, a, it was, like, a healing experience and, like, you were going to, like, change lives. And, like, there were only a small group of women that they, like, that was in this, like, And they, like, branded them, right? Yes. And he said it was, like, Latin, but really it was just a symbol with his initials. Uh, it's fucking crazy. That guy is so fucked up. Where can I watch this document? I think it was on Hulu. I don't know if it's still there. Okay. But it's Seduced. fucked up. Seduced. I didn't know there was fucked a documentary up. on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Because I find cults so fucking fascinating. I do, too. Horrifying. Okay. Last one. This is by user Galaxy Gazer. 17. I'm speaking for myself here. I no longer practice religion religion when I've discovered that I'm arrow ace. While biology inconvenience me inconvenience inconveniences me with a high libido two to three days per month, I'm not romantically or sexually attracted to any guy. The act of sex is a purely physical and pleasurable release, but nothing more. If I do experience intimacy with a guy, it will be with someone I truly care about and respect. Otherwise, I'm content to abstain and I'm happy with it. Okay. Go off, queen. You do you. Yeah. Because arrow ace is asexual and aromantic. Okay. I didn't know what that meant. Yes. Okay. So I've heard that. I've heard that before, but I'm just going to, I will tell the listeners so being asexual means that you experience little to no sexual attraction. That I know. And being aromantic means you experience little to no romantic attraction. Okay. I would hate that, though. 
I always say that I would like die if I was asexual. Guys, no hate if you're asexual. I just want to say that right now. I can't imagine myself now. I'm a very sexual being, uh-huh. not having any sexual attraction. But I'm sure if you're born that way, you wouldn't know the difference. You just don't have those feelings. Sometimes it might be easier. It might a be. A little less heartbreak throughout the years. but It would be hard, though, if you want to have an intimate relationship and you just have no interest in sex. I would find that hard unless you found another asexual, you know? I don't know how it works. I just... I don't know how it works either. I'm not sure how that would go, but I mean, props to anyone of any sexual identification. You do you. I'm just such a highly sexual being and, and just that's such a huge part of my life, like love and sex. Like I just can't imagine like not wanting it. I'm with you. I don't, I don't understand it. That's the end of the article. That was interesting. Uh, it was pretty intense. So thanks for sticking with it, guys. Honestly, really good stuff. It also makes you think of like when women leave like the Amish. Mm-hmm. Amish. Mm. On their like little spring break thing. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Um, I forget. I, what is the name of that? I always forget the name. Hold on. I can't up. think of it either, but. Rumspringa. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I feel like that's a whole nother thing. It's a whole nother topic. Yeah, no, that's insane. I can't imagine. Again, I would just get a taste of city life and like boys and and like yummy food, like with tons of like, I don't know, cheese. I don't know. I just, I feel like I would experience the life in the city and life like doing what I wanted and like wearing like the clothes like I'm wearing now. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going back. There's no fucking way I can go back. I mean, there's nothing against religions. There's really not. I just don't like people that preach their religion onto others and think that's how it should be. Agreed. It's I don't like, mind. no, everyone's mm-hmm. entitled to their own. Yeah. Don't shove anything down my throat. That's all. That's all. No. And if you're going to be in this religion type of community, you know, then practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. Solid. Yeah. And not punish everyone else for you still doing the same thing, but you're just in control of it. I agree with you completely. Because that I do not agree with. Nope. Me either. And I'm happy the way I was raised. Same. My parents were awesome. And again, very sex positive, very open. And I always knew if I was scared. And even if I told them I was having a sleepover with like Jessica and I was like, actually, I'm in a barn. I'm fucking wasted. But I don't want to drive home with this person because they're drunk. And they'd be like, God fucking damn it elizabeth <laughs> they'd always come and get me well my mom would tell me but she'd be like please if you ever dream just call me call me yeah that's what my mom said too even if there are things my mom was also like but we're just not gonna tell your dad that was like a big thing we're just not gonna tell your dad my my dad would say stuff like that about my mom he'd be like just don't tell mom i'd be like okay oh, okay i was the opposite because my dad would probably kill me for half the stuff he knew yeah but she'd be like we're not gonna tell your dad there's always a disciplinarian. My, uh, I went out to dinner with my mom and uh, my aunt Barb and my boyfriend came and like, we were like joking and they were like, yeah, you're going to be the disciplinarian, Liz, as a parent. I'm like, yeah, I know. I fucking know I am. He's going to be there like, ah, oh, just don't tell your mom. And I'm going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? I know. I, Go can, to your room. I know. Come to your fucking room. I can see that. He's not going to tell your mom. Oh, my God. Literally, that's how he's going to be. We hung out with his little cousins, which was super fun. 
And like he was just like so ridiculous with them, like like sticking like gummies up his nose and just like stuff like that. And I was like, oh my god, you're gonna be that kind of dad, <laughs> and I'm gonna be the mom that's like, okay, everybody, now go wash your hands, or you don't get any t- any Halloween candy. You gotta go wash your hands and put your clothes away. And they'll be like, but mom, and I'd be like, no, put your put your damn clothes away. But it's a good balance though. Like yes. for me, it was good to have like a parent that was strict and a parent that wasn't. It was a very good balance. Yeah, same. And I, I don't want to be a helicopter parent. Like, I no. really don't because I have friends that – a lot of single mom friends, but that they just had a mom. And they were so helicoptered mm-hmm. on their child. So that when they went off to college and they finally had the freedom, crazy. oh, they went insane. Yeah, I've seen that happen to some of my like, friends, too. Like, insane. Like, now some of them are alcoholics because yep. of it. Someone got pregnant their first mm-hmm. time they had sex. Like, now they have, like, three kids. Like, it's a whole thing because you helicopter your child so much. That you try just... to protect them from so much. When they finally have that moment of freedom, Yeah, they go off the rails. Like, I've seen quite a few friends. Yeah. But I didn't because I never had those restrictions. See, I'm an alcoholic by genetics and just who I am. But I, like, joke that I got it over with young. I started when I was, like, 15. And I ended when I was 21. So I was like, I'm doing good. Hey, Drew Barrymore did. (laughs) Exactly. You just got to get it out early. But, yeah, I think if you helicopter too much and you're too strict, your child will definitely go so far towards the other end of the spectrum. Like, oh, I couldn't do this. And now I can drink and have sex and, like, try Coke for the first time. Like, fuck yeah, yeah. let's do and it. I'm not saying you shouldn't, like, not know what they're doing or, or like, you know, I want to know, like, what difference. my child's doing on social media, things like that. Yeah, there's a difference, yeah. Um, but there's, like, commercials, like, every time your child gets a text or, like, something on social media, like, you get it to your phone. I'm like, that's a little too insane for I me. don't want that. I don't like I'm, that. No, unless I'm, like, very concerned and I think they're, like, hiding like a drug addiction from me or something like that and it's serious and I'm scared I would not do that and even then I would talk to them is it like sunset right now I think some those are just someone's brake lights backing up okay anyway so that's that guys (laughs) I want to protect my child from stuff and I want to have some structure but I don't want to helicopter the shit out of them helicoptering no 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 well that was an intense episode. Wasn't what I thought, but I kind of liked it. I liked it. Do you have anything else to add? No. <laughs> I think we've talked a lot during the episode, so hopefully you guys, I don't know, you got some, I got something out of this. I'm just happy that I- I would love to people send emails or yeah. comments, like even through Instagram, just about things like this and their opinions on it. It'd be or wonderful. anything. Just like reach out to us with anything. Or like, guys, why are you uh, liking- Every girl's photo on Instagram. Yeah, like, why are you doing that? We need some guys' opinions here, please. They're still secretly in love with us. That's what it is. It's fine. <laughs> just can't get over it. I get it. It's fine. It's fine. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Kind of. Anyway. All right. I think I think that's it for tonight, right? I think so. Okay. Well, guys, follow us everywhere on Bitches Don't Brunch Podcast. We have a Patreon. We post a lot of stuff on Patreon. We've got Instagram. We've got Facebook. We've got YouTube. We've got TikTok. Like, you can find us anywhere. The Boss Snacks. We've got TikTok. We've got TikTok. We've got, we got it. It's probably because I was watching The Godfather. <laughs> Jesus. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. 
You can follow Montana at mbigsky. You can follow me at Spellbell Period Poet. And if I don't show up, I probably just deleted Instagram again. Just wait a few weeks. I'll be back. <laughs> it's how it always goes. And if you have a topic or you want to talk about like religion or you want to talk about anything, you can email talk us at, about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. You email us at beatonfrenchpodcast at gmail.com or you can DM us personally or like however you want to do that. And we're also looking for suggestions for our Patreon or for future episodes. Like the Mir episode was a listener suggestion that we really liked. Um, and I'm sure we'll do more spooky stuff, but uh, I think that is it. Yep. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you soon. Bye. Nice one. Bye.